et et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Grant us peace, O Lord, in our days, for there is another who will fight for us, save but you, our God. The following is a reading from Self-Abandonment to Divine Providence by Father Jean-Pierre de Cassade. Book 1. On the Virtue of Self-Abandonment Chapter 1. Sanctity consists in fidelity to the order established by God and in self-abandonment to His action. Section 3. How much easier holiness would become if it were looked at from this point of view. If the work of our sanctification presents us with difficulties apparently so insurmountable, it is because we do not know how to form a correct idea of what it consists in. In reality, holiness may be reduced to one point only, fidelity to the order of God. Now this fidelity is equally within the capacity of all, whether in its active practice or its passive exercise. The practice of active fidelity consists in the accomplishment of the duties imposed on us by the general laws of God and the Church and by the particular state of life which we have embraced. Passive fidelity consists in the loving acceptance of all that God sends us at each moment. Which of these two parts of holiness is beyond our strength? Not active fidelity, since the duties imposed by it cease to be such when they are really beyond our powers. The state of your health does not permit you to hear Mass. You are no longer obliged to hear it. It is the same with all positive precepts, i.e., all those which prescribe the accomplishment of duties. The only precepts to which no exceptions can be allowed are those which prescribe the commission of something intrinsically evil, which can never be permitted. Can anything be easier or more reasonable? What excuse can we allege? Yet that is all that God demands of the soul for the work of its sanctification. This he demands of all in every time and place, of the great and humble, of the healthy and invalids. It is then true that he asks nothing from us but what is simple and easy, for this elementary basis is sufficient to enable us to attain to eminent sanctity. If he shows us beyond the precepts, the counsels as a more perfect aim for our endeavor, he is always careful to accommodate the practice of the counsels to our position and character. The attraits of grace which facilitate their practice are the principal sign that he calls us to follow them. Each individual is actuated in the measure of his strength and the direction of his aptitudes. Once more, what can be imagined more equitable? O oh, all you who are aiming at perfection and are tempted to discouragement at the sight of what you read in the lives of the saints and what is prescribed in certain pious books, you who burden yourselves with the terrible ideas which you form of perfection, it is for your consolation that God wishes me to write this. Learn that of which you appear to be ignorant. This God of goodness has made easy of access all the necessary and common things of the natural order, such as earth, air, and water. Nothing is more necessary than breathing, sleep, and eating. Nothing also is easier. Love and fidelity are no less necessary in the supernatural order. It cannot therefore be that the difficulty of acquiring them is as great as one thinks. Consider your life, 
Of what is it made up? Of a number of very unimportant actions. Well, it is just with these very things so trifling that God is pleased to content himself. They are the share that falls due to the soul in the work of her own perfection. He has himself made his meaning too clear for us to doubt of this. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole of man. Which means that that is what man has to do on his side. That is what his active fidelity consists in. If he plays his part, God will do the rest. He will be reserved for the action of grace, and the wonders that grace will work in him surpass the whole intelligence of man. For the ear has not heard, nor the eye seen, nor the heart felt what God conceives in his idea, resolves upon in his will, and executes by his power, in souls that abandon themselves to him. The passive part of holiness is far easier still, for it merely consists in accepting what most frequently cannot be escaped, and in suffering with love, i.e., with consolation and sweetness, what is too often endured with weariness and disgust. Once more, then, here is the whole of sanctity. Here is the grain of mustard seed, of which the fruits, because we do not recognize it on account of its tiny size, are lost. Here is the penny of the gospel parable, the treasure which we cannot find because we imagine it to be too far off to be discovered. Do not ask the secret of its discovery. There is no such secret. This treasure is everywhere. It is offered to us at every moment, in every place. Our fellow creatures, friendly or hostile, pour it forth freely and make it penetrate through all the powers of our bodies and souls right into the depths of our hearts. We have but to open our mouths. They will be filled. God's action inundates the universe. It penetrates all creatures. It transcends them all. It is to be found wherever they are. It precedes, accompanies, and follows them. We have but to allow ourselves to be carried forward on its waves. Would to God that kings and their ministers, the princes of the church and of the world, priests, soldiers, bourgeois, laborers, in a word, all men, understand how easy it would be for them to attain to eminent sanctity. All they have to do is to fulfill the simple duties of Christianity and of their state of life, to embrace with submission the crosses attached to those duties, and to submit themselves with faith and love to the order of providence and what is incessantly offered them to do and endure without search on their part. This was the spirituality that sanctified the patriarchs and prophets before there were so many fashions and masters in the science of the soul. This is the spirituality of all ages and all states of life, which assuredly cannot be made holy in a nobler, more elevated and easier manner than by simply making use of what God, the supreme director of soul, puts before us at each moment to do and suffer. In nomine Patris et Filii Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Amen.